0: Welcome to the Empowered Coaches Changing Humanity podcast, and I am super excited for another episode, and especially excited because I have with me today Dan Stillman, who is changing humanity in in such vital ways, in such important ways, and he is here to talk with us about Get Real, Deal, and Heal. Get real, deal, and heal. And to me, he's really here to talk about the divine masculine. And and we all know that it's the divine feminine and divine masculine that needs to heal and become empowered in certain ways and in many ways. And we can all do this together to help humanity evolve. Welcome, Dan Stillman.
1: Hi, Thank you, Cheryl. Thanks for having me.
0: What, what an amazing man you are. And it's it's just been such a joy for me to get to know you better and get to know the work that you're doing in the world. Uh, and I just like to tell our listeners, tell our audience a little bit more about you before we dive in. So like many, Dan struggled with worries about the past, anxiety about the future, and feeling frustrated, unsatisfied, and disconnected. Emotional scars from his past triggered negative patterns, and he felt stuck. How many of us have been there? (laughs) This was further compounded by society's take on what anyone is supposed to be and keep all his feelings bottled up tightly inside. Through studying, reflection, and personal growth, Dan learned who his authentic self is and isn't enabling him to live authentically and truly connect with loved ones, with presence, honesty, and vulnerability. Yoga meditation and breath work furthered his spiritual practice and positive psychology empowered him to not just live but flourish. Dan is a certified positive psychology coach who is passionate about teaching young men and women how to live authentically and inspiring them to achieve their full potential. And I understand it's more about the young men now. And I just want to welcome you so Thank happy you. to have you here, Dan.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. The
0: The world needs more Dan Stillman's the world we we need this You're you know, Part of uh, the Empowered Coaches Changing Humanity podcast is really all about healing and empowering humanity. So I I want to ask you, what got you on this path? Was there a moment in time that you said, this isn't working for me? When did you decide that some change needed to happen?
1: Well, I'm 52. And about 30 years ago, when I was 22, is when my past caught up with me. And that's when I really had to address some of the shame and abandonment issues that I was dealing with from my upbringing. And you know, I tried to do a geographical cure by joining the Air Force. And that didn't work out because of asthma. They said I had asthma. And when I came back from the Air Force, that's when I kind of hit bottom. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? I always looked in the mirror, though, through the, you know, the times when I had adversity growing up, and I've always been introspective. I've always felt different. My grandmother always said I was like the most loving out of all her grandchildren. And I just always was um, attracted to people who were less fortunate and people who were attracted to me who needed guidance. And so it was just something I think innately um, is a gift that I have. I just needed to tap into it. But first I had to heal and learn to love myself, um, and deal with the trauma in order to start moving forward and realizing what my true purpose is in life. And it's been a journey, you know, over the past 30 years of learning more and more about myself and reading books and listening to podcasts and going to therapy to speak about these things. And, um, so it was the, the, the time came where about in 2018, where I was laid off from my job. Um, I'm in IT and I run data centers and I've been successful in IT. But I just decided, like, what is my true purpose in life? Like, what am I really meant to do in this world? And that's when this idea just came into my mind to create something called Yomenga, which is the word men in between the word yoga. And it evolved to Yomenga exclusive care for the everyday man. And that's where the idea of creating this course called Get Real, Deal, and Heal uh, evolved. Um, And I needed more information for the course. So the universe, I'm I'm a spiritual person and sometimes I get a little woo-woo, but it's my own personal thing. And I just believe that the universe worked through me to find positive psychology. I never heard of positive psychology. And it's the study of human flourishing. Most people think, oh, positive psychology, they just teach you to be happy. But no, that's not the main purpose of positive psychology. Positive psychology teaches you that you have emotions that are normal, they're not negative, they're not positive, but what they are is just emotions and the most important thing is to learn how to become your own cognitive based therapist not get triggered by these triggers that could happen these pain these um, you know things such as externalizing minimizing mind reading all these things and learn how to question your thoughts in real time and also shift some of the beliefs that you've actually you know created from the time you were born till up until the age of seven. And really not be not fool yourself. And, and most importantly, try to deal with adversity um, with tools that will allow you to stay north of neutral. So for instance, when I say north of neutral, meaning you're always going to have adversity in your life, so if you're like a seven in one area of your life, like relationships, and something happens where you break up with your girlfriend or boyfriend or whomever, and you drop down to a four, the important thing is, is to, you know, get back up to a seven as quickly as possible, or even a 10, right? And it teaches you tools and skills. And I and I, and I just wanted to put something together just based on my life experiences um, that, I believe if these tools and skills were taught to me in my twenties, I think I would have made much different decisions based on the self-confidence, the things that I learned when I turned 30, which I believe are the most important decision-making years of your life. So that's what got me started on all this.
0: That's, that's amazing. And was there, uh, I really appreciate all that and what you say about positive psychology and honoring the emotions because uh, I do similar work you know it's it comes down to emotions are normal we were built to feel yes. we were built to feel everything all our feelings are valid and so many of us were conditioned to not feel or it wasn't safe to feel and and trauma um exacerbates that and it's releasing it's it's Uh, sort of, I like the idea of positive psychology because we can reprogram our system to process life in in a much more holistic way. Uh, Was there a specific time, I guess, um, a a specific time, what was your lowest point in your life when you knew that you needed help? What did you learn at, at your lowest point?
1: I was just numb. it was when I was twenty two I just uh, when I came back, I was just lost i didn't I didn't think about like committing suicide because at that particular time, my views on spirituality were more of a religious person, and I believed that if I did that, I'd go to hell and you know so that evolved too as I've gotten older. you know now I don't believe in hell, I just believe in the universe, <laughs> you know that there's equal things, but I felt sad, I felt hopeless. I felt, you know, I got down on my hands and knees and I prayed to God and I said, God, please help me, you know, um, you know, from the experiences of growing up, uh, in an environment where, um, my mother used to beat me up, you know, um, there was a physical abuse there, um, because she had her own issues she had to deal with, um, which, you know, we've reconciled that, but, And, you know, she, she's a brave woman. When I was, I was born 1970 in 1974, she came out of the closet and identified as gay. And I was raised like in a lesbian environment, um, you know, with two other boys from another lady, which was not like a bad thing. But what happened was the result of my mom coming out of the closet, my aunt, and I was a single child, an only child, my aunt. My aunt, my mom's sister had three children who were a little older. So they were like my brothers and sisters. They decided they didn't want to have anything to do with us anymore. So they abandoned us. And, you know, at that age, when I'm four years old, five years old, I don't really understand what's going on, but it still has that impact on you, you know. And so dealing with those things and and also growing up in a blue collar town. Where you're Jewish and you're short, um, there was a lot of anti-Semitism I had to deal with, with people calling me names and spitting in my hair, and a lot of different things that I had to learn. I had had a lot of adversity to deal with, and I mentioned the word shame. Well, that shame turned into trauma, right? And some of the beliefs that I developed was, "I'm not good enough. What's wrong with me?" Well. Did I do something wrong? Like these beliefs that, you know, are stored in your subconscious kind of, you know, are directly related to the thoughts that you have. And those thoughts are directly related to a feeling. And then the feeling is directly related related to an action and then the result and then the pattern just keeps happening over and over again. So it was just at that time where I just decided that, you know, I needed help and the help came. Wow.
0: Okay. What a what a difficult, difficult childhood. And to me, uh, my judgment is that you discovered that you needed help so young. It's such an early age. Thank goodness. So yeah. you have now 30 years of experience of personal healing and empowerment of growth, of real growth. And, and overcoming the past. And one of the things I really love about the work you're doing is you are helping young men because you got the help when you were a young man, you've learned so much. And now you can pass three decades of experience and wisdom on to these Young men, can you talk a little bit more about how you see the world today? Um, Men and women, the divine masculine, the divine feminine. Why are you doing what you're doing with the people you're doing it with?
1: Well, the reason why I'm doing it is because I see a lot of people getting, doing things, making decisions Um, that are toxic for them and they don't even realize that they're doing it and though you know just like kindness could have a ripple effect well negative decisions and things that we put out into the world could also have uh, a ripple effect and as you know in this world today you know living in the United States (laughs) it's so divisive right now you know people are not caring about others as much as I believe when maybe our parents were growing up when during the wars or things like people were united and and I don't know what the maybe it's technology maybe it's just whatever the cause is it's, it's definitely environmental factors have a huge part of it but it's the way that we're raised and parents need these tools right in order to you know, teach their children to learn how to be expressive, to learn how to be vulnerable, to learn how to become their true authentic selves. I mean, women are more emotionally intelligent than men, but, you know, be, because just innately inst- women are nurturers instinctually, you know, instinctually they're nurturers. Men are wired differently, like where the hunter gathers, but we're not cavemen anymore, right? I mean, we live in a society where we need to become more vulnerable and I truly believe, and you mentioned something earlier about women being empowered, which is awesome. Like I see that and I can't wait for the next woman president, like I can't because I think it'll be so much better to be honest with you, but it's like like Marianne Williamson. Yeah, let's go. You wanna run for president, they can't do it, but um, or whomever, um, but what I'm saying, I guess the point I'm trying to make is men are gonna be left behind. Like. Women would like to have a relationship with a man, and I'm just talking about you know the heterosexual relationships, but it could fall into I you know whatever category it is because I believe vulnerability transcends both feminine and masculine traits. But to use this example is that you know women are empowered. Um, You know they don't have to have a man to have a child. You know they have great careers. They could do whatever they want. And, and I think it's a hundred times harder for a, a woman to find a good man. Like I'm single and I'm on these dating apps and I hear these horror stories, you know, from women. It's like, it's incredible. Like, and I'm embarrassed and I'm like, it pisses me off because it's like, yo guys, you're making me look bad, like you're causing PTSD for these women. It's like trauma. So, you know, I, I just feel and also it's about the children. Like we're only gonna break this I,
0: I have to interrupt you here. Let's let's put a let's put a dating plug. Let's yeah. put a dating plug. Here is a man who's not afraid to feel his emotions and to express himself. Here is a man who's not afraid of emotional intimacy. I remember when I married my husband, and we are arguing, we're having this heated argument and I said this is not what I want I said I what I want is emotional intimacy do you want that too and he looked at me and and he said yes I I don't really know how to do that Um, I'm like great if that's what you want I can help you out with that and now we absolutely share the best emotional intimacy i've ever experienced in my entire life
1: that's awesome
0: and this is what you have here women
1: (laughs) thank you you're selling me that
0: capacity Um. (laughs) is so powerful that that's what unites people yeah that's what will recreate the united states i'm canadian but let's have the united canada too let's have the united world sorry to interrupt you but i couldn't resist and yeah, you are going to get a link uh, for for uh, Dan's giveaway here, and um, you'll be able to get a hold of him. We'll we'll put a link in the chat. Seriously, <laughs> seriously, let's let's explore uh, people. You know, it's really coming together. Emotional intimacy is the glue that holds people together.
1: Yes, yes, you're making me blush here, show I'm all like flushing my face now. But thank you. Yes, um, and listen, on the flip side of that it's been difficult for me too, you know, even like, like how I said that he, I believe that vulnerability, learning how to communicate, not be a people pleaser, accepting a strong woman into your life, not being intimidated by that has also had some challenges for me because on the flip side, trying to date women, some women aren't used to that. You know, there are women who are just not used to that because they've just are not exposed or, don't understand it as much. And because they've been conditioned to think certain things and it's sad that they have because then they never find what they're actually look. It's like, almost like, I guess I could give you an example. It's like, they, they could have that emotionabil- emotional intelligence with a friend or a woman, but when it comes to a guy, it's just, it's just they've been programmed to see that that's just not a normal thing. And it's almost like when a guy's in a relationship with a woman and there's a marriage that's going on and they decide that the woman will stay home and take care of the kids. And, you know, she's a nurturer and she's, you know, taking care of the kids. Well, a man is never like, was never taught that also she wants to show appreciation for him. So an example would be the husband comes home Friday and the wife's like, happy, thank you for, you know, the contribution, what would you like to do this weekend, honey? And the first thing he says is, oh, whatever you want, honey. And eh. wrong answer, right? Because she's trying to show appreciation. And then what happens is eventually she gives up. And then, and then what happens is down the road, he feels that they get a divorce because he's, the first thing that comes out of his mouth is, I never felt appreciated. Well, he was never taught how to learn how receive. to receive. How to receive, receive yeah, because. Men are not given the playbook to do that. They don't, they don't understand how to validate, how to communicate their wants or needs, how to you know, accept a strong woman into their life, like I said, and, and how not to be a people pleaser. Because we're taught like, okay, this is what you're supposed to do for a woman. Open a door for her, do these things. Yes, that's all fine and dandy, but a woman wants a confident, strong man who also expresses their needs and wants.
0: Yes, exactly, and and you know this really leads us to uh, talking about the divine feminine and the divine masculine, and uh, and I see that the work that you're doing to me to to really have a healthy divine feminine in society includes the men, and and the divine masculine really needs help today as well, and that includes the women, and it's really about people becoming much better people, much healthier people. And like you say, in, in relationship, in, in relation, whether it's friends, um, romantic. And so you, you really help people become better people. And so can you tell us about the get real deal in heal? Can you give us some tips here?
1: Yeah. Some so I, cr- I created, I created this course because through my own personal journey and the things that I was That I believe in and just learning from uh, life experiences and through positive psychology, I believe that there's three negative behavioral patterns that basically affect us that we don't realize uh, subconsciously that we're doing. Um, And there's also three antidotes that I created for those three negative behavioral patterns that I believe once you learn to implement them, they could help you. Besides learning how to become your own cognitive-based therapist, to find the evidence for and the evidence against your thinking and turning around some of these beliefs, that's part of all this. So the three negative behavioral patterns are self-centered fear, which which I look at as two different polarities either you're you're stuck in I'm afraid I'm not going to get what I want or need or I'm afraid I'm going to lose what I have so you could either be stuck in both or you could be stuck in one or the other and the antidote for the self-centered fear is living in the moment learning to live in the moment embrace who you are and kind of you know try to focus on fact-based evidence not assumptions that you make up because That's where the thinking traps come into play where you start mind reading and you don't communicate your feelings or ask questions or you personalize, you minimalize, you externalize. Those things are called thinking traps. The other one is unrealistic expectations, you know, people, places, and things. And we do that a lot. We don't even realize that we're doing it. And the antidote for that is having gratitude. Like when you have gratitude for things, right? You're kind of, it's almost the antonym of unrealistic expectations, but you have to be careful that it's not used in a way that, like some people will say, oh, just, you know, you're feeling sad. Well, just write a gratitude list and think about the things that will make you grateful. But that is dangerous because then you're, you're, you're not feeling the feeling. You're using something to kind of masquerade your feeling and you, could possibly be stuffing that emotion. So we have to be careful. Like gratitude is when, you know, you wake up in the morning, things are good, right? And you'd be like, okay, I'm grateful for this, this and this. So gratitude is tricky. You have to be careful because the opposite of gratitude is ingratitude. And then the third uh, negative behavioral pattern is perfectionism. You know, we tend to be very hard on ourselves. We tend to be hard on other people. And basically the antidote for that is loving yourself, really learning to love yourself emotionally, intellectually, spiritually, uh, you know, physically taking care of yourself. And then I created this transformational toolkit that basically you could print out and you kind of hang on your refrigerator and do worksheets to really learn how to, like I mentioned, become your own cognitive-based therapist, learn what The differences between a growth and a fixed mindset. Learn about real-time resilience skills. Learn how to have self-regulation. You know, um, to increase your emotional intelligence. So that's just kind of and really, this is I think one of the most important things is learn the physiology of your brain and how your brain works. Like you have a limbic system, you have a prefrontal cortex. That was key for me. Once I really learned how my brain worked and how those systems work, it was almost like, wow, it became real easy for me to understand like where these emotions are coming from and what I need to do to, you know, not run away a stonewall or learn how to call a time out when I'm starting to feel anxious and feel my body start to feel, you know, like, oh, you know, anxious. Um so, uh, you know, these are the things that I teach in that Gabrielle Hill course.
0: I love it. I love it so much because what it makes me think of when you speak about all these skills is that when we don't have these skills, we are reacting to our environment. We're reacting mm-hmm. to others. We're reacting to situations. We're not so aware internally. Mm -hmm. And once we become aware, if I can put it all in a nutshell that way, we become aware internally. And like you say, the deal part, deal with it and heal, then we become different, different people. And then we have a greater effect on others because I, I, there's a a Sufi saying to have a greater influence on the world than the world has on you. And that's what you're teaching. So that's power. Yeah, that is, that is personal power. Have a greater influence on the world than the world has on you, so your response is different, and you're, uh, and you're influencing you're influencing humanity. So you talked earlier about the ripple effect, and that energy is the ripple effect. I'm doing the best to manage myself, to heal and grow, and to become empowered, and that and that affects others. Um, just before we sign off here, can you tell us a little bit about uh, what kind of people come to you so that people can recognize, oh, he's the right guy for me. What kind of people come to work with you? Who are your best clients?
1: People who of you know, the thing that the one of the main reasons why I created this too, was I had to deal with therapy and we talked about trauma, right? Yeah. So there's a difference between therapy and life coaching. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not a therapist. I'm not, you know, I don't, Prescribe medication, I'm not a psychiatrist and psychologist. But what I do know is that when I've gone to therapy to deal with my trauma, which I encourage people to do before you actually come and take my course, because I've had to turn people away, is you're not really going to learn the skills that you need to learn until you actually deal with whatever trauma whether that being it's physical abuse or, or emotional abuse. Um, because once you're finished with therapy, what I learned and was the catalyst for me making this course is that they don't, it doesn't take you to the next level. Like, okay, now that I have this trauma healed, what do I do with the rest of my life? Like what, if, if I get triggered by something, how do I deal with that? And maybe some therapists you know, we'll incorporate it because now things are starting to change where therapists are starting to become life coaches. And they're starting to recognize that we have to teach people more, right. Right. Of What they need to do once they've healed. So people who come to me are people who are like looking for their mission or their, their, their passion in life. Like, and they could be all different ages. It doesn't have to be somebody who's 22. You know, I would love people who are younger in their twenties, because if they learn these skills wow, they're gonna like really thrive and be like, okay, I don't have to follow society's so-called rules that says, this is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to go to college, you're supposed to get married, you're supposed to have kids, and this is what you're supposed to do, right? At X, Y, and Z, which is what most of the people do because that's all they know. (laughs) And I want, so people who are looking to, you know, under want to learn those skills. And then there's people who are older, you know, who are in their forties, who, you know, are just looking for something different, or in their fifties, who are like, look, okay, now I've learned a lot of things about my life, but how do I enjoy the rest of my golden years, or is there something else that I need to learn? So, I, that those are the two categories that mostly, you know, come to me.
0: Want Excellent. So you if you fit into one of those categories, you can reach out and connect with Dan Stillman. And you are also uh, offering a very generous gift, free access to your online course, that yes. is get real deal and heal. Can you talk about that a little bit? what, is, what does the course include?
1: Well, it includes 74 lessons over seven, six modules, seven modules while including the transformational toolkit. So basically you would uh, provide you, Cheryl, with their email address and you forward that on to me and I'll just add you to the course. And basically you receive a login and password um, that will give you access to the course, which never uh, expires and it's self-paced. You do it at your own leisure. And what I've also incorporated into the course as well is after each module, I offer free one group coaching call. So you could, so if you have questions, comments, concerns, you wanna ask questions, you book a time with me and you get an opportunity to, to ask me any questions or whatever you need because I, I've taken a lot of online courses and they just kind of leave you, you know, to your own device. And I just feel like, well, I'm offering something that's helping change people's lives. They may need support. And if I'm offering a course, one of the most important things and I talk about it in my course, I, there's a module on it called Deliberate Practice is about having an accountability partner. So I want people to reach out to me if they need to do it, you need to do that to ask me questions you know, or whatever they need. So that's what wow. it
0: entails. All of that for free, holy smokes what a deal Thank you so much Dan <laughs> your your contribution to humanity is um, very admirable, very admirable I, I really you appreciate show. you and all the work that you're doing. Any last words for our audience
1: I want to first I want to thank you, Cheryl, for having me on your show and giving me this platform to tell you my story and to share my journey and to you know, also um, talk about the Get Real Deal and Heal course. And I just want your audience to know that if you have one foot in the door and one foot out of having fear of becoming your true authentic self, I just want you to know that we're here to support you and help you and you're not alone. So take that leap and I guarantee you, you're going to really appreciate it You know, once you do that.
0: Thank you so much, Dan. It has just been such a joy to have you and to share all your amazing messages. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And so that is another episode of Empowered Coaches Changing Humanity. And Dan Stillman is certainly doing that in more ways than one and really helping people become their authentic selves. So if you have one foot in the door and one foot out. It's just one step. And thank you, Dan, so much for offering your free program. Oh my gosh, what a huge gift. Stay tuned and we will see you next time for another episode with an amazing coach.